hey guys welcome back to our channel did you hear channel no welcome back to the podcast saved and sexual um i'm sitting here in this forced time of self-reflection forced by kenya power because there's no power all over the place um and thought i should record part two i should do part two of my testimony and part two as i said before was just is um about my the lessons that i've learned from various things that i've gone through and what i think about my sexuality at this point or today yeah it's not very changeable because i believe that now my beliefs are firmly rooted in scripture um so it's not changeable really um at all Okay, so what my early experiences have taught me is, one, all of us are flawed, each and every one of us. Like, there's no one who can claim perfection in any way, shape, or form, and we have to be okay with that. We have to learn to accept ourselves as flawed human beings. Um, Jesus came and he died for us that we might be saved, that we might be free. And one of the bondages, the prisons that I think we keep ourselves in is this assumption that I might, that I'm, I'm capable of attaining perfection and I just haven't, yeah? It's unconscious, it's, it's subconscious for a lot of us, but we see it in the various things that we do, the actions that we take. Jesus has told us that we are saved he died for our sins. It is such a wonderful gift that everyone should experience in all of its entirety, yeah? not the little bits and pieces that we do. Um, so all of us are imperfect, um, but we serve a perfect and forgiving God. So that is not to say that we should be okay with sin, but it is to say that we should not dwell in the place of, of shame and self-recrimination um, to the point of destruction. Yes, there's a place for shame because we should feel bad when we do something wrong, but not shame in the way we use it. It's almost like we've weaponized it against ourselves and against others. So we are flawed and forgiven. Number two is that the Lord is gracious to us all. And when he says that all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose he means it like literally every single word god means every single word that he says he doesn't waste words that's something that i've learned god doesn't waste suffering that's something one of my best friends used to say all the time i think she still says it but god doesn't waste suffering so we've do we do many things and get ourselves into like this really um this really uh enclosed places of misery yeah self-imposed misery but god even though you've disobeyed him he can get you out even though you have done things that to you seem incredibly sinful or incredibly horrendous and so unforgivable he can forgive you okay so that's something that we have to understand as christians that's something that we have to understand as god's children because he has died for us. Yeah. Number three, run to God with all of the stuff. All of the stuff. Literally be honest with God. There is no place, no time when God doesn't know it. Guys, God knows all of it. So sometimes I think as Christians, we're very um, adept. Like we know the language 
the proper Christian language to use when you're praying in public, when you're talking to other people, when you're, you know, talking to other Christians. But we have to stop pretending, guys. Like we've moved, our pretense is all the way to Christ. The, the scriptures say, um, worship God in spirit and in truth. Yeah. Tell God all the truth. Yeah. I'm not a theologist, so guys, I'm giving you my understanding. But I think that there is an aspect of just coming to God absolutely bare and absolutely honest. Just say, Lord, I messed up. I feel, and even sometimes, you know, because of the things that we've done, we feel not forgiven, unforgiven. And a lot of that lies in us not being able to forgive ourselves because of the way we view the things that we have done. So it's really important to just come before God and tell him, this is who I am. You know me better than me. You know every single thing about me. And there's never going to be a time when I can lie to you. Yeah, you can't lie to God. The scripture says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. There is no way to lie to him. There is a way to lie to ourselves that we are pretending to be saved as though God can't see every part of yourself, even the bits that you can't. So be honest. Just come to God and be honest. And that is also when you've done things that are wrong, okay, in that regard. Um, I think it's very interesting when we think about Christ's love for us, which is so much deeper and bigger than we can ever honestly imagine. Yeah, like you can't get to the end of it. You can't get to the end of it. And I think sometimes our human minds cannot fathom that level of love. And so we just assume that God reacts to me the way people react to me, the way I react to me. And so we end up in this cycle of feeling unforgiven and feeling ostracized from God when it's us who are keeping ourselves from him. God says a broken and contrite spirit, he will not despise. Ever. God will not despise. So trust in his word. Believe him. If there's one thing that God has spoken to me over the last, I think, like 12 years of my life, it's believe me. Believe the words that I say. Believe my word. Believe me. Because God is never going to be the one who lies to you. Yeah, he's not. You can lie to you. Folks can lie to you. The devil obviously will lie to you. But God never will. So please just... One of the things that I really want you guys to to internalize is that we can come to God with everything and we should. Stop trying to keep stuff away from him. Stop trying to solve the issue on your own. So, so many of us are caught up in this cycles, yeah, cycles of sin. And when it comes to sexuality, there is shame, fear, and action yeah so for me that's the things that i've seen so you do something yeah and then you're very ashamed of it you're then you're super afraid that people will find out about it and realize oh my goodness i'm so human but anyway we'll find out about it and then you go right back and relapse into that same sin that same action that you've taken before because you're not getting any help you're not getting any help and i think the goal is here you need to if there's anything you can do my friends it is to break that cycle and you break that cycle by 
blasting a whole bunch of light into it. So it might be the scariest thing in the world, but let the light of God shine into that place of sin, into that place of darkness. Tell somebody, find someone and just say, I need somebody to walk with me. If you're struggling with porn, I need somebody to walk with me. You know, some, literally someone that I can call in the middle of the night and be like, pray with me, pray with me right now. Okay. I, the temptation is high or guy, I messed up yesterday. I don't know what I'm going to do. Come to Christ with it and allow him to give you a sense of accountability and a sense of faith and, and no, give you actual faith. Yeah. But, um, ask God, who can I talk to? Honestly, because sometimes we pick the wrong people based on the, the things we believe about them. But just ask God, who can I talk to? Literally. And here's the thing. Sometimes God will send you to the person who seems the most judgmental in the world. The most judgmental. Yeah. And you will find such grace and forgiveness in that place. So just find someone to whom you can be accountable. Yeah. Find a sort of support system. I know those two sound almost the same, but the support system I usually say like people who've been through what you've been through or what are go who've been through what you're going through and they have overcome it or are in a further step than you in overcoming it are walking it with you have the same belief system as you. So I usually say make sure you look for a group of Christians who have been through this. Which again brings me back to the the need for a podcast like this and spaces like this within our churches, our homes, our Bible studies, our life groups, because I can, I have to be able to talk to you. Yeah, we have to be able to talk to one another about real stuff. Yeah, not just regurgitating the same information when I'm not really able even to apply the message. Like I know what you want me to say when we're when in the question, yeah, but I'm not really able to apply the message. I'm not really able to think about it in contra in in the context of my life because of what, because of the weight that I'm carrying because of because I feel crushed and just suffocated by this sin in which I am entangled. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the, I had it said once this way and I really like it. Give people permission to check you. Yeah. You give people permission to be able to tell you that's nonsense. Okay. Or let's not, we're not going there tonight. We're not doing that. If your problem is drinking and drunkenness, you say, yes, no, nope. Um, you have somebody who's there who'll be like, this is stupid. We're not going here. We're not going to do this. We know what the end result is going to be. And really in any situation of sin. Um, and so you are accountable to that person. You allow people to pray over your life in this particular area and you walk together. Yeah. So I think people don't think about account accountability the way it's supposed to be thought about. Like it's accountability is allowing someone to be so involved in your life. Yeah. To be so involved in your life and it is painful Sometimes it is uncomfortable, it is frustrating, irritating, maddening, yeah? Because a lot of us, when you're in a state of, when you're in a place of sin, whatever that sin may be, you don't realize just how attached you are to that thing and how defensive you become of it um, when somebody tries to challenge you 
or somebody says, no, I don't think you should be doing that. Like, I don't think we should be going there. I don't think that should be happening at this point. You come lashing back and you need somebody who, even when you lash, like, even when you get mad at me, I'm still going to tell you. I'm still going to tell you what, what is happening. I'm still going to be like, it's still not okay. I'm still going to be calling you at 4 a.m. and saying, it's time to pray. I know if we argued yesterday, it's time to pray. Yeah. And having people like that helps you through the good times. And it helps you through the bad times. Because a lot of the times we sin because we think that, oh, I'm really strong. Yeah, oh, I've come through it. I'm done. I'm done with that. I've overcome. And yes, you have. But then you start depending on your own strength. So instead of looking to Jesus to stand on the water, you start looking to yourself as though you have the ability to do it on your own. You do not. Okay? So our strength and our hope comes from Christ. Okay, so these are a few of the lessons that I have learned. Be careful the people you allow to pray um, over your life and allow into different spaces in your life. Pray about it before you ask somebody to walk with you. Pray about it before you move um, into, because it's a form of intimacy, yeah, um, praying with someone, worshiping with them, allowing them into this very personal part of your life. It's a very personal relationship. So my lessons have been that I need to forgive myself. I need to forgive myself. I need to believe that God has forgiven me and I need to walk not by myself. I need to walk sometimes with a whole squadron of people, like a whole group of folks, just because some people are able to see more into your life than others, you know, in certain areas. And that really helps. And sometimes, honestly, when you're in these groups, you're even able to laugh, yeah, at some of your pain, at some of your struggles. And people don't understand the joy and freedom that comes from letting go and just allowing God to heal the various parts so sometimes you're laughing and you're crying at the same time yeah my mom was telling me that mm, the other day and so we have to sometimes it just it's hurt it hurts and it's painful and you're going through it and you mess up but god is right there god is with you the entire way so please believe him please 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 believe him my story that I told or the bits of the story that, that I told were not to say that it's okay to sin or to say, oh, look at me. I have overcome this stuff. My story is ma mainly to just say, all of us are flawed. And this is a place where we can talk about this stuff. I'm so passionate about conversation, real honest conversation within the church because I see so much a lack of it. Because of my work, I see a lot of people struggling on their own. A lot of people who finally, when they voice the thing and just can this break down completely because they're in such a place of low, their faith, even in God to bring them out of this situation is so low. So I, th so I think it's important to focus on God, to read your Bible, to pray every day, to hear that other people are see are going through what you're going through. Other people are seeing what you're going through. Other people have been through and have overcome the things you've been through. And it's so important to be in a group 
um, of people like that. Yes. Read your Bible, pray every day, because honestly, guys, everything for life and living is found in the scriptures. And I know that people say that and guys are like, I, that doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem like that's the, the truth, but it really is. And if you continue to read your Bible, you continue to pray. It literally will elev God will meet you like God will meet you. So just give yourself a chance. The scriptures say that God, if you seek God with all your heart, you, you, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart. And so I think it's so important for folks to just remember, like we sang in Sunday school, read your Bible, pray every day. It hasn't changed. It will not change. Trust him with all of it. He's got you. Honestly, he has got you in his hand. Yeah, he has you in his hand and he cares. So believe him more than yourself, more than the pain, more than the frustration and the anger and the sin and the lies. Believe God. Yeah, believe him more than everything else. He will come through for you. God bless you guys. Thank you so much for sticking around. I hope you will continue to join us day after day or week after week and that you'll join in the conversation as well. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Um, I've had a really good time with the feedback and with everybody telling me just what they think. So please feel free to join us on social media. It's Saved and Sexual on Instagram and Saved and Sexual dot ke at gmail if you want to send an email so thank you so much i'm so excited um we'll see you on the next one as you can tell i'll now be posting on mondays and thursdays i'll see you on monday have a great weekend oh please share the podcast god bless you guys <laughs>